Oh, are we on the air? Hey, gang, it's Brian from FX Billiards. I am here with Jason, uh, again, <laughs> from uh, Central New Jersey. Okay, Jason. Um, <clears throat> at the end of our last podcast, we were talking about equipment and purchasing you know, quality equipment. You know, you got into pool, you really like it, and you bought yourself yeah. some quality equipment. And right. now you're, you know, you're going to look to get into the league and you're kind of the new guy and, and a new yeah, player. Yeah. Um, so what were some of your concerns about having this? Yeah, well, there, 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 there's, some, there's some pressure um, when you go into a, a new league or even a, um, a new billiard room and you walk in there with a nice, you know, predator queue that's valued at several hundred dollars. And you almost have to live up to that name or that cue. And if, you know, they, they, they see you're shooting and missing left and right. I don't know. They, I, I think, I think you could almost get mocked at really easily while you, while, while you're in that hall. Um, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I haven't really, uh, I, I went to a billiard room for the first time the other day and, um, and, and I did bring one of the predator cues, but there really weren't that many people there. So I wasn't concerned. But I could imagine walking into a really crowded uh, room or something, and then you know you pull out a nice cue, and then you don't play up to the level of that. I I, I know I'm not the only person that's felt like that. Um, yeah, you know, when you well, walk into a room with, with with a nice stick or something. So, well, let um, let's address that. Yeah. Um, first off, I I just had this vision of you walking in, missing a couple of shots and eight or 10 guys gathering around the table saying, you don't deserve that cue. You, you don't, don't deserve that cue. <laughs> or, 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 or he's a hustler. It's, it's yeah. too. You know, it could be that yeah. too. And you kind of touched on something last week uh, where you said you can buy it once, you can buy it twice. And mm -hmm. if you get yourself, you know, a piece of crap break cue, like, like I had, you know, coming up, I basically just had my old cue. It was like a hundred bucks or whatever became it's, my yeah. the cue that I broke with. But then you end up buying another one, and then you end up buying another one, or you could buy a quality cue. And the same thing with your playing cue. So I, I got kind of a turn where I said, you know, somebody buys a $500 Revo shaft and they grow into it, or they like nice things, or it's an investment. You know, people forget the, 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 um, the investment side of it. I understand it, that most people don't think about money. I mean, you're, you're a businessman, so I, I know you do, but people don't think about things in a, in a logical financial, um, with a fi financial point of view, a lot of times. Um, it is an investment to get quality things that are going to last. And when you're talking about a, um, a high quality queue, regardless of the company, and you're talking about, especially carbon fiber, it's going to hold its value for a very long time. And, you know, I, I've had, I've had cues that I played with for 10 years and then sold them for 80% of what I bought them for. I mean, you know, so, um, so that's yeah, key. So, so, so that's a good return on investment. So these things do, do break even, but let's, let's address the, the concern about, um, you know, walking being, into the hall, yeah, yeah, walking yeah, in with the, yeah. All right. So the, the, first, the first thing I, that I think about just uh, it's, it's funny. I mean, just walking in with walking in with like something like this. Right. <laughs> Which is what I walked into the other day. You, All right, know, you need um, to get a case. So I know I, I do have a case. I do have a case. But All this right. was, you know, I, yeah. I well, know. this is this is the reality. 
Um, the, the first reality is most people, especially in certain areas, okay? I'm not gonna pick on any particular state or, or whatever, but especially in certain areas, most people know, may know that it's a nice queue, but they don't know it's a thousand dollar queue. Okay, so a lot of people don't know that, hey, you know, he's an APA four and he's got a thousand dollar or twelve hundred. So most people don't even know. Um, I played in the league with a guy who was a solid three, had a twelve hundred dollar P3, and um, that was 10 years ago. And I can tell you, he's probably a solid three today, but he could afford it. So, right. you know, what difference do, is it to me? So most people aren't going to want to care. Um, they're certainly not going to make fun of you. I, most of the people in the APA are very nice people. Um, you know, you might get a guy here or there that's going to be jealous and, and um, want to, uh, you know, and, and may want to say make, something. Chances are there's comments. Not. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, I think that's a legitimate thing. Um, but on that note, I met a guy today. I was, I was getting my tips repaired. Um, I walked into Monarch and it was a gentleman and, and, you know, I, he was staring at me for a moment and, and, um, he finally said, you're the guy on FX billiards. And I said, yeah. So we, we talked for a while and he was a new player and he bought a lot of good quality stuff. And in, in fact, mm -hmm. um, he bought, he, you know, he bought actually a, um, let's, let's just let's say another brand, um, Q. Uh, carbon fiber Q played with it for a little while, then bought a Revo, and um, really liked the Revo and and much more than he liked the other one, um, and you know bought a, a wooden shaft and bought you know a a, um, a nice table. He he spent a lot of money in a very short period of time, but obviously he can afford it, so you know he should. He's going to grow into the Q, uh, the Q that he doesn't like, he can probably sell. Um, or, or use yeah. it as a backup. So yeah, it's, it's not, I don't think it's a big deal uh, that you have to play up to the level of the equipment. You know, how many right. people are, are driving at the level of their automobiles? It, you know, it just doesn't, <laughs> it, it doesn't happen. Um, right. So, you know, I, I, I don't think that that's a, a, a great deal. Um, well, I'll let, I'll let you know when I walk into uh, my, my, my first APA, uh, tournament or match or whatever and uh, i'll let you know how people react uh, yeah real, I, real, I'll, I'll give you real world there's uh, going to be a lot of fours yeah. in there there's going to be a lot of fours in there with predator and and mez and and and, and good quality stuff but w on that note one of the things i wanted to talk about was a break cue versus a break jump cue um, that, that, is, that, 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 that's actually a great topic because it's, it's something when I was watching your video earlier today, I was wondering if that stick that you had was the break jump or just the break. And, and unfortunately, as we had discussed earlier, I, as a, I mean, I'm still a newbie, but as, as a newbie newbie, I went and paid like 150 bucks for something that they call a, a heavy hitter online is one of those break cues that are like. I think it was 25 ounces, to be honest. Yeah. And, I, and I've been trying to use it for three months, four months. And when I tell you that success is not in the cards, success is not in the cards with that. I, I break with a $15 house stick much better than I do with that $120 break cue for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's too heavy or, or, or maybe the tip is just not what um, 
what works for well, the, well. The, my, my break style or whatever. But it's, it was it was one of the regrets. You know, we all we yeah. all talk about regrets of things that you buy. And I, I don't know, I just feel like it was 150 bucks or whatever that, that I threw down the drain because I don't even use it. It just it, it collects dust. Well, so. I'm gonna tell you something that upsets a lot of people that have bought those 25 ounce cues. Um, they're really a gimmick. It has it was proven 15 plus years ago that um, regardless of who you are, you break better with a, a lighter cue. Most a, a, most a, professionals a are breaking 20, with a yeah. with a 19, right? I, I get things every time I talk about these brake cues and the weight. I get remarks like, "Would you rather get hit with a freight train or yeah. a, a Volkswagen yeah. Beetle?" Well, you don't understand anything about anything. <laughs> Which one can you push faster? The Volkswagen Beetle or the freight train? Right. You propel it at your arm is where the power is. The 25 ounce Q doesn't come with a, a jet engine. It's, it's, it still weighs the same amount. You get more speed out of a lighter Q. Now, a heavier Q to most men does feel better in your hand. A 25 ounce Q feels better in my hand, but your brake speed is reduced with a 25 ounce Q. I'm sorry, it's a gimmick. That's the reason why there's not a lot of companies that put them out. And it has no name on it. I mean, this is just an example of what it was. Yeah. There's no name on it or anything. Right. I don't even know what the brand is. And chances but, are you can take the butt and, end off of that and yeah. um, no, and it, reduce, it take the but, weights but it's, up. It's also a jump. It's also a okay. jump cue. So but, let's address you know, that. Just, yeah. yeah. The only thing worse than a 25-ounce brake cue is a 25-ounce brake jump brake cue. Brake jump cue. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about the, the difference between a brake jump and, and a uh, brake cue. Um, I am fortunate enough that my sponsor sent me a jump cue and a brake cue. I, and I've always played with a jump Se cue. Separate, a, separately? Or separately. Or the, well, they asked me what I wanted. Okay. And I, I told them which jump cue I wanted, which brake cue I wanted. Um, this is the reality. If I had a limited budget, and I didn't shoot a lot of jump shots, I might invest in a good quality jump brake cue. But this is the thing. The jump brake cue takes up less space in your bag. If you want to be a guy with two cues in his bag, it makes all the sense in the world. It is less expensive because you're buying one less cue, but it doesn't do either thing. Better than the complete. Better than a designated brake cue or a designated right. jump cue. And the reason it doesn't jump as well as a, a plain jump cue is because it's still heavier than a, than a regular jump cue. So even though it breaks down, when you break it down, it's still heavier than a jump cue. And one of the things that make jump cues um, engage better is the fact that they get out of the way of the cue ball because they are super light. The best okay. jump cues are super light. And the brake jump cue, even when you break it down, it's is still is still pretty mm -hmm. heavy as far as you know jump cues go. It doesn't break as well for a couple reasons. It doesn't break as well for the the same reason that um, convertibles don't do as well on the on the racetrack. It it doesn't have the same structure to it. It doesn't have the same foundation. It's in multiple pieces. So because it breaks down. You don't get that same solid feel from it 
that you get from a designated break queue. So if you're a you're an you're a, a, a casual player, player. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's not going to make a lot of difference. You're not going to shoot a lot of jump shots. It makes it's a good idea. I think that I'm not killing the idea of the jump jump break queue. It's it's not a bad idea at all to have a jump break queue. Um, I used to keep one in my backup bag and and yours. Uh, looks like a Stradivarius compared to the, the piece of crap I had in my backup bag. It was, it was I forget the brand name. It, it's over there somewhere. I think it's actually behind me. But um, it was a real piece of crap. But I left it in my bag because, you know, it was it was my backup, and and I kept it in my car, and I wasn't worried about the elements messing it up. The thing was probably like seventy five or or eighty dollars. Well, I, I was interested in the fact that you played with the BK2 for 10 years. For 10 before years. You you, before you jumped over to this. I mean, yeah. has, it, has the difference been that pronounced? It is unbelievable what the okay. difference has been like. And it's, I, I can't even describe it. The first time I used it, I'm like, wow. I mean, it, I, I immediately noticed the difference. And, you know, a lot of times people measure their um their break cue by am i How making balls, balls on the break yeah, yeah which no, is really a, a silly way to measure it, it you want to make balls busy. on the break obviously but you don't but have you don't, you don't fully have control over that sometimes if the balls are yeah. spread out nicely you have a much better shot right at, and, at, and at frankly yeah. <laughs> frankly i can i can make the the wing ball with a you know with a big enough pencil it, it right. doesn't it so you know, making if, a ball, if, yeah, if, making a ball on the break is, if, but if but yeah, how much control if, do you have? How much English can you put on that ball? How much can you reduce the deflection? How much, you know, how much better is your aim? All of those things are what make a, um, you know, a good break cue. And if nothing else, the fact that it's carbon fiber and it's going to last for a very very long time, and it's going to feel what, the same. What, what's the tip on it? Is it like it is a it is a hybrid or? tip. So, um, actually, when I first did the review, I thought it was phenolic, but I'm like, this this is not it wasn't just standard phenolic. Yeah, I mean, just just the sound of it, the feel of it, the amount of English that I could put on it. So, of course, in making the video, I did a little bit more research, and it is a hybrid tip. So it, it's not that hard um, phenolic, uh, and that's what allows you to have more control over it and put more spin on it and stuff like that, because you do put English on some of your break shots if you're a high-ranked player. All you guys that are shooting that second ball shot in eight ball, trying to make the eight on the break, bad idea, by the way, but everybody that tries to do that, that shot is made with inside English. So if you're not putting the inside English on that, you don't know what you're doing. I used to try that shot and just scratch. It, it, would, it would happen to me all the well, time. Well, yeah, because you got because you got to hit that second <laughs> ball with English. Yeah. But guys don't know any better. And um, I can tell you that your return on investment playing that shot is is, is very very low. Yeah. And if you're a good player, if you're a good player, um, it totally screws up the table. It, all the balls are are clustered together in in one area and yeah. you're less likely to run out. I was at a workshop with Massey, Mike Massey, and he was teaching, there were, there were like three, four people in the workshop, and he was teaching that break, and he turned to me and he said, don't use it. He said, you're more likely to run out. I mean, this was 15 plus years ago. He said, you're more likely to run out and you're gonna mess up the rack if you, if you use this. 
And I said, well, I've seen guys do it and I don't see a lot of eight on the brakes, you know? So, um, yeah. you know, if I was playing someone and I was so outclassed that I don't want the game to go through. <laughs> well, yeah. So, so, so now you're looking to play a game with cluster balls and maybe you'll make, and maybe I make right? the eight on and the break. Make the April, yeah. 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 If so, that's, that's a whole different story, but that, you know, any any guy that's made the eight ball twice in a row with that break, you know, send me an email or send me a, send me a video. Send me a video, not an email. Yeah, video. yeah, because that that is a, a low percentage um, shot. And even if you're making a ball on the break, if you're if you're building clusters all over the place, are you putting all the balls in one area? You're, you're, you're not getting out. No, you're you're, you're not getting out. Hey, this is Kat from FX Billiards. Thank you for watching Talking Pool with Brian and Jason. You can listen to the extended version of this and other FX Billiards podcasts for free on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are available. Just search for FX Billiards or use the link in the video description. Don't forget to subscribe.